0: Hey, hey, hey everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bola. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Bola is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional...
1: Professional. Professional review on... Canada's Drag Race, Canada versus the World, RuPaul's Drag Race. Season one. Was <laughs> well, yes. kind of season two,
0: isn't it? Anyway, so let's raise a glass or a bottle. and start spilling. Oh, clank. Going back to what we just said, it's kind of season two, isn't it? Because we had UK versus the world was, We'll kind of the versus the world. Yeah, let's series. say it's
1: versus the world. Yeah, so it is season two. You know the rumors the- are it's going to be US versus the world next. They have that. I know, I know, which is. That's called I, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I would have actually really liked a Down Under versus the world. I think it's, you know, after the redemption that we had with season two of Down Under, I thought. That, Sorry, uh, isn't it Espana versus the world? that's no, already Espania like. Is ha- having Espana All, all stars, stars, which is oh, different. Okay. And it's rumoured that possibly after filming of season five, there'll be a UK All Tom, Stars.
0: First of all, you need to calm down. We even explained to but the I'm new listeners excited, what we did. Are okay? you excited? So all, our new uh, all our new listeners. All our new listeners. <laughs> I'm ready to coffee. I know. That's why I'm a lurker. <laughs> <laughs> I did snort it. Everyone, welcome It's RuPaul's Drag Race Podcast, where we watch the episode live, and mm-hmm. then we broadcast it live to you via podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's a one-take kind of thing. You know, kind of like that Roscoe's viewing party, except yeah. except better.
1: Yeah. Consider us a echelon yeah. queens. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, wish. we wish we wish we wish but we do do our best and we will promise you that today listeners. we do do <laughs> you don't tell we me we do. do do our best <laughs> yes i'll tell you what i do do <laughs> nice dodgy <knee>, <laughs> nice dodging. how are you buddy how are you buddy yeah Um. fine thank you but I'm a bit over familiar today aren't we <laughs> <laughs> how are
0: you <laughs> it's kind of a name for everyone. Like when I go out, hey buddy,
1: hey buddy. <laughs> yeah, but that's when you can't Do remember know somebody's name.
0: I, that's a, like I, I hope no one from you know my gym listens. I don't know a lot of people's names. So I just call them buddy or hey mate. Yeah, well. Oh, you know, when you're trying to, like, you know, encourage someone, you're like, yeah, go, buddy, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, push it, <laughs> you, you're almost there. And I'm like, I I'm sure don't
1: know your name, love. Some some famous person or other, I can't remember who it was. I'm sure that's why they called everybody Darling. Da- darling, yeah. darling. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to
0: say something. Um, We've been flattered by seeing everyone's Spotify. Yeah. Um, what are the, the, the Spotify wrapped. Right. Yeah. And we've made a lot of people's top
1: podcasts and, and very top five. Kindly shared with us. Do you have a few I've got names? some names. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, got Jesse Tuckles. Yeah. Jesse Tuckles, yes. Tom. Thank you, Jesse. Um,
0: Joshua Adam. Yeah. We got thanks, Josh. Lawrence. Lawrence. Um who just, also, Lawrence. just Lawrence. Just like Cher. Just Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um from Twitter. <laughs> Brody James will. Um
1: Tom, you Thank say you, the Brody. last the other
0: one. I'm just, gonna, I'm
1: just gonna say um essay. Yeah. Okay, S.A. Nalabandi. I don't want tottalu. to mispronounce your surname, darling, but essay knows who she is. Esse. She's, she's messaged me before. She's lovely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anna
1: curly Anna messages Cur-il? me all the time. She's a long-time listener. Very funny lady. And then Choco S- Milk. Yes, Choco oh, Milk. Another long-term listener. I'm so useless. Um, from Norway. Really, really lovely.
0: So everyone think we're so flattered. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. We're, yeah. we're glad you're listening. You've made the right choice. Oh. Absolutely. I, in a
1: couple of cases, we were pipped to the post by him a certain race chaser. I've barely heard of them. Who who? I know. William and Nebraska or something. <laughs> no. I, I have no um Hurt feelings about being pips the first by Willow in Alaska because they're fabulous. yep If there's going to be anybody.
0: I mean, Tom, let's talk about quickly 2023. Um, do you, I mean, I, I've been thinking, do you think there'll ever come a time where we add face, 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 serving face,
1: beauty, beauty face. face? Do you think we'll ever do what like add a, a video component to our podcast? My reticence about that is that I'm hideously ugly. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> No, you're supposed to reassure me there, but no, you're just having a little drink. Oh, we're just having a sip. Just take, you absolutely <laughs> need to right now. <laughs> I was having a quick sip, girl. No. Girl, um, you, are, girl you are beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. you. Are... That is so good to hear. Finally. I pay attention to these things. <laughs> I pay attention to these okay. things because I am beautiful internally and, and on, on the, the outside. outside. <laughs> <laughs> um But um, no, my reticence is I really, really enjoy our audience and the interactions that we have with them. I think YouTube, which is probably the platform we'd use if it was video. Patreon? Yeah. Well, I would consider that because YouTube would open it up in a really different way. I think the audience on YouTube is very different, different demographic, far more vocal and not in a very nice way sometimes. Lots of times, actually. If you read YouTube comments, they're often vile. So yeah. I would if, be open to Patreon because Patreon is yeah. kind of like, it's podcasting,
0: but then you have to pay for a subscription. Mm-hmm. And we'd, we'd
1: still do this for free, like. Yeah. I, I, don't I don't know. I mean,
0: I have been, there have been messages to me asking about that. Would we ever so do? So people
1: can see your beautiful face. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> uh,
0: And I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe in the new year we could try adding an element. We'll think about it. Let us I'd know if that's it. something. Why would people want to look at us? um because we're beautiful because we're beautiful (laughs) (laughs) you know what you know what if you do see it then you'll notice every time i'm like okay cool i've gone on a diet again you'll just see the fluctuations in my face in in terms of weight
1: i also refuse to be filmed in profile okay okay just putting that out there. okay
0: Okay. girl (laughs) and only catch me from my right side because that's my good side neither side full full frontal thank you so speaking of Spotify, Tom, mm. um, I want to know what is everyone. If you've, got, if you've got Spotify, you've got the kind of, you know, the message. Mm-hmm. It's called Spotify rap. Everyone's been told, hey, this is your top song or your top five songs or your top five artists. And I'm curious, <laughs> who
1: were your top <laughs> five artists in order? There are a few surprises here. But it did kind of tell me like my, my, my taste in music is very 80s and very white unfortunately but here we go my number one is madonna there's just no question she probably always will be um number two is till tuesday a lot of people might not well, well a lot of people will be familiar with that band but for those who are not it's the band that amy mann was in in the 80s and their biggest hit was voices carry um uh, number three is dead or alive fronted by pete burns obviously to the me right around, mm-hmm. baby, right that's the biggest hit not the only hit thank you um, number four is Duran Duran, which is a slight anomaly. That's because I listen to View to a Kill basically on repeat. I truly believe that that is like a perfect pop song. And whenever it comes on on Spotify, I listen to it all the way through. and never skip it. And another slight anomaly uh, Manic Street Preachers are number five for me. Now, I in my teen years, I was a huge fan of Manic Street Preachers and I listened to them constantly. And I kind of revisited that earlier this year. And I still love them, specifically their first three albums, probably um people who don't know they're a welsh rock band they were really big in the 90s um particularly their third album um holy bible is a complete masterpiece um it was uh it was sadly it was written just before released just before their guitarist um richie edwards went missing and he suffered from a lot of mental health difficulties and that's definitely reflected in how dark the album is but it's still a masterpiece um but yeah how about you i feel that my top five artists
0: would have exposed me as a gay. <laughs> so if my family, you know when you're younger and your parents are paying yeah. for your subscriptions, mm-hmm. and if they saw my Spotify mm-hmm, rap, mm-hmm. they would have known straight away that they've got a homo. Be they're like, they're, what's they're the raising a homo. I- I'm going to tell you, my top five artists, number five is Rihanna. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can see
1: that. Number four is Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number three is RuPaul. Right, okay, we're, we're really entering true gay territory now.
0: <laughs> number two is Little Mix. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: you listen to Sweet melody a lot. Yeah. And number one is Beyonce. I mean, I would have... We Both of our queens are number one. I mean... Aren't they? I mean, this, this is... I think this is... I, I fear for that child out there, that
0: person out there who hasn't yet come <laughs> out, but then their parents or someone has seen this Spotify rap, and they're like... Oh,
1: What's the meaning of this? I
0: mean, that's how you come out to someone. Okay, mum, I've got some news for you. What? And then you just show them your Spotify <laughs> rap. And I'm like, oh, we accept you. No matter who yeah, you are, we ha- love yeah, you. Yeah,
1: we're sending that message into the world. Please <laughs> just accept your child's yeah. Spotify rap playlist. <laughs> let, let them be let them. them. reflect who they are. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Because this would have exposed the hell out of me. Girl. But, you know, the, the tipping point there is RuPaul. Ru- Everything else you can pass off as like the huge artists who are kind of universally popular.
0: Not really, really. Beyonce and Little Mix, Rihanna, J-Lo, come on. I mean,
1: when... in. There was not one male when it's that constellation there's not one man in my list there's there's a completely female when when it's that constellation yes but in isolation this is a mega this is a gay mega mix this is is a
0: new year's eve 2022 welcoming in the new year (laughs) mega mix for the gay clubs you're welcome there there you go
1: (laughs) just take my top five spotify artists do you want to tell me your top 10 I will not have my top 10 I've only got my top 5 I'll tell you mine and then um, just no no no, instead what do you just give me your top 5 songs here yeah yeah okay okay Okay. well I I might just keep talking well View took by Duran Duran's number 1 It's My Life by Talk Talk is number 2 because that's like my anthem because it is my life (laughs) Dear Prudence by Susie and the Banshees is number three. I do listen to that one a lot. You do. You Spin Me Around, number four. And Wichita Lineman by Glen Campbell, which is a bit of an anomaly. I just really like that. I'm not really into country hugely, but it's such a pretty song and um, I sing it. The time. I sing the hell out of that one. Tom, you're so complex. I am. A rich, deep, complex. You are so complex. You know, lots of different notes.
0: My number five for me is Ari- Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Is Ariana Grande
1: Um, One Last Time. Yeah, yeah. One last time, I will say before we go into this, a lot of you your listening is when you're working out. Yeah. A lot of mine is when I'm driving to work. Yeah, a lot of yes, A lot
0: of the music I listened to was to give me energy in mm-hmm. the morning to go and tackle the gym. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally what it is. Yeah. Number four is more than friends. Bye. Uh, na, 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 we can be
1: more than just friends. Da, 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 da. Oh yeah, uh, What's it on gonna Vogue. Be? I can't pretend oh, no, but it's like a weird cover be? of En Vogue isn't it yeah, it's the remix yeah and then number three is Fleur East
0: More and More which I love uh-huh, that uh-huh. song is so amazing number two is Break My Soul by Beyonce and number one mm-hmm. is Sweet Melody by Little Mix yes again
1: how many of those are Drag Race lip sync songs by the way just sweet melody, yeah. Um,
0: just sweet melody, I think. For
1: me it's my used to be mirror. But in my top ten, I did also have High School Confidential, which I've been obsessed with by Rough Trade, Carol Pope. Trade. Rough yeah. trade. You remember that one off Canada's Drag Race, that really good one. Um She's a cool, blonde, scheming bitch. The one that Miss Mosu and Jada Shader um lip synced to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very good. I love that one. I know. Okay. <clears throat> um tuning in. Focusing in... Mm. Let's refocus. Drag Race. Less about us, more about Them. Drag Race. <laughs>
0: drag Race. Okay. Um, quick recap. What happened last week?
1: Remind me. Last week we had the Snatch Game. Um, tune okay. in to hear our thoughts. I think we left feeling it was not the best Snatch Game we'd ever seen overall. Yeah. Let's. Should we leave it there? It, yeah. It was not... It was not a great snitch. We we don't like kind of actively criticizing the queens because we know the love, the passion, the work that goes into them being on the show. And they do things we could never do.
0: And they're but, not defined. They're not defined yeah, by the snitch game. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Not defi- they're, they're, they're talent. Um, as artists, their talent as drag artists is not yeah. defined by a one challenge, b a show, and mm-hmm. c the snatch game. You've
1: got to remember how heavily edited the snatch game is as well. There's probably like an hour or more's worth material with everybody's responses. So you do wonder sometimes what's been left on the cutting room floor. The girls were very vocal in All Stars 7 about some of their funniest jokes being cut, if you remember. Mm. So, you know, that does leave you wondering, but still it's in the show's best interest to make the funniest snatch game and not to push narratives. However, Isis and Raja were our winners and we said goodbye to Stephanie Prince, which we weren't opposed to at that point. Stephanie had a struggle a couple of weeks, lovely fashionable queen, but she hadn't been on... well, she had been at the bottom twice um, in two weeks. And Anita was spared, uh, which we were in agreement with.
0: Yeah. And that's where we are right now. All right, we've seen a bit of the first part Mm. and we can just kind of riff from here. And I got a proposal for you. I'm just going to throw it on the spot. Not yet. Let's just talk about what's happened. So (laughs) they said they have sent Stephanie Prince home. Yeah. By they, I mean Isis Catois. Now, Mm -hmm. I remember saying last week that when Isis sent Stephanie home, Mm -hmm. she was just like, okay, bye. She was like, okay, um, you know, I love this girl, but she's got to go. And it's Stephanie Prince. And I remember saying that it was just, you know, usually when you're sending, a sister home Mm -hmm. you know a sister I mean in the past in the past series like where, Roxy um, sending Coco yeah home. in the past series whenever someone has had to send someone home that is their sister there's been tears and there's been like mm-hmm. and there's been like consoling <laughs> but this was just Isis was very much like girl like what did you expect <laughs> bye I remember saying that last week and she and then she doubled down on that in mm-hmm. the beginning of this episode where she was like bye bitch I know <laughs> she said when she chose Stephanie she was like okay yeah, yeah well people thought I would and send her home but you know bye bitch and she's here to play a fair game and i she look is. but the thing is she has to because she's got a tag on her back mm-hmm. so the only way for her to set some sort of precedent is by saying look this is what i've done right, yeah. i i've won mm-hmm. and i'm sending home based people based on the track record not because i've already won mm-hmm. so she's really trying to put that message out there so yep. i i'm my expectation is that we all go along this way.
1: She's reminded me of Trinity the Tuck in All Stars 4. She was very vocal about kind of like, I want the best to be in the finale with me. And I'm going to send home the people that I think have done the worst based on kind of like track record and week by week performance.
0: Now we change, opinion change all the time. I change my opinions season after season. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I was to hear something that I said three red drag race seasons ago, Mm -hmm. I, I can guarantee that I... I've maybe changed a few of my opinions and a few of my thoughts. And I want to ask you, where are you
1: on today on the strategy for sending people home? I think I'm most in favor of sending home the people who have not done the best and keeping the people who have done the best. And that's because I think it lends itself to high quality competition Having said that, sending home strong frontrunners creates really good reality TV. So those two things are competing. Do you want a good reality TV show or do you want a good talent show? But my preference is to keep the Stronger Girls. It feels fairer. Um so you know, in, in complete opposition to UK versus the world, really, which was great reality TV. Enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I hated seeing you know Jimbo and Pangina going home so early.
0: Oh, I was not angry seeing Pangina go home. But because, I was that's because so mad, it because, felt like just yeah, Jimbo. I home. was so mad at Pangina. You like she bagger. Did. I was. I was absolutely. I was like the rest <laughs> of the world. We were all mad.
1: Jimbo made me happy, and now, she sent him home. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The issue with that, you know, and I think hindsight's a beautiful thing because I think Pangina would not have done that had she known how the rest of the season was going to go. Mm-hmm. If Pangina went to the top four with Jimbo, Pangina would have won because it oh, came down to lip
1: syncs. What a fierce so, lip sync a Pangina is. And Jim- <laughs> so she kind of showed herself in the foot <laughs> when there. they lip synced against each other, Pangina had to catch Jimbo several Girl. times. Maybe that's why she sent her home. She's like, I'm sorry. I can't you me on the head that time. I can't, I can't carry the weight of the competition and you, Jimbo. <laughs> this is some big breastplates. I can't, I, I
0: can't take this. <laughs> I mean, there's a part of me that wants to see people be a bit more devious. Uh, there's a part of TV. me that wants to see people be a bit more. I mean, you're there to win. Do you know what I mean? You're there mm. to win. And if I think any other reality TV show. The person
1: would be the person who was the strongest as soon as they slip up by. You could argue that Vanity sent somebody stronger home when she sent Ken- Ken- Kendall home over Stephanie. Oh, she did. That was a more strategic decision. Vanity made a strategic decision. decision. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, Vanity might be here to play the game, um, but it'll, we'll see as she, you know, hopefully accrues more wins. Mm. Hmm. Okay. We'll see so- people's strategies playing out anyway.
0: I mean that's that's just that's what I think. Mm-hmm. I just think that it will make for a better t- TV. But then also, we never. You know what? Who said it? Blue Hydrangea said it mm-hmm. so right. She said, "You guys get angry when there's no drama, and then mm-hmm. when we create drama, you guys get angry." She's like, "You just can't." There's no can't, pleasing the person. There's fan no base. pleasing the Absolutely, fan not. Base, absolutely So don't not. try. Please so yourself. Just, just, just do you. Absolutely, girls. Just do you. No, Tom. Here's the proposal I was talking to you about. Uh huh. Now, we've seen the beginning of the episode, we've kind of just gone through it, you know, it's just the girls talking about how the elimination went, mm-hmm. with Stephanie Prince going home, and Anita it, needs
1: to step her pussy up. Sadly, Stephanie going home just before a ball, which she exactly, well, she didn't do a ball, she did the first construction challenge in Canada season two, and she was fab. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, Stephanie, probably your best challenge has yeah. just been denied you. Sorry, girl. Now... It is a ball this season. They're mm-hmm. calling it the weather ball. They need to create how many looks? Three looks. Three looks. So first one is air, body, lace. Um, so some sort of lingerie look. Mm-hmm. Second one is uh, like foxy, foxy faux fur, kind of winter wonderland type of thing. And then the third one is a rainy day couture. So as usual for a ball, it seems there'll be two broad looks and a third constructed look. And I think we're going to do our little scoring system today, where we give five points to each of the two broad looks and ten points, or it's marked out of ten, rather, for the Greg, there's, third look. That's a lot of numbers. Okay, well, some people like numbers, okay? That's a lot of numbers. Are you just going to do it I, based I'll on... Just, I'll just do my own system. You you do you, Boo. I'm going to follow my heart. You follow your heart. I'll use logic and intellect, okay?
0: Well, oh, was that a read? <laughs>
1: yeah we'll do what we know so you
0: follow your heart bowl and i'll just use my head yeah how does that yeah that sound good to you does that sound good to you bowl? yes good boy huh. uh, so what i was thinking is do we want to go do we want to kind of fast forward through the production the workroom and all of that and yeah. go straight to the ball And just see what they've produced before we've been, you know, kind of led into one way by, Uh, you know, by talking heads, by people, you know, by conventionals,
1: by, you know, their plot being kind of influenced on us. Do we want to make our own up, our our minds up? I do want to do that today. I don't want to see talking heads of people going, oh, I can't say, well, oh, my mannequin's fallen over or, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to. Win this week, girl. I don't want to see anything that's kind of like going to lead me in a certain direction. I just want to go objectively evaluate the looks and then Good. we'll pop back to the workroom after we've after. done the yeah. looks so that we can see if there's any themes. But let's let's look at the cast that we have here at the moment and I want to look
0: at their history that they have had with balls. history. Her- <laughs> you know, I'm sure they've all. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they've oh, all later. You okay. Know, with, I fashion, get from. with the
1: fashion balls. Okay. <laughs> so we've got Raja O'Hara. Raj has got a lot of experience of construction challenges. Let's we're going to include construction and balls, yeah, because not not every sewing challenge is a ball, right? Okay. Well, just think about it broadly. She's in season eleven. There were three sewing challenges, and in All Stars six, there were two. She won both sewing challenges in All Stars six. She won the um, what was it called? Where they made like a mascot, and she made that cool purple can, purple hands labyrinth. Yes. Diana Ross type creation, and she won the blue ball, um, where she she made a really really chic sort of mini dress with the bolero out of like this quilted fabric in like a powder blue, mm-hmm. and really really just showed off how she could make something very chic and wearable, which is very her brand I think. Um, but in season eleven, she had a different sort of run because she actually went home on on the fam to runway challenge but i don't Did she think, deserve it no i don't think that she should have been in the bottom for there you could argue that nina or vanji should have been i didn't even really agree with Akiria being in the bottom two i thought she looked better than um vanji and nina maybe even sugar i mean, nina got a pass because it was like she was trying something avant-garde mm-hmm. um love nina to bits but sewing just wasn't her strong suit and she knows that i know she's listening <laughs> Um, and yeah, Monster Ball, she was safe. But I actually thought she was quite good in that. She made quite a. F- she's gone. So
0: so basically Raja's got a good track record for doing well in this.
1: She is. she's a really good seamstress. Yeah, I've got high hopes. Oh, for absolutely.
0: It. Her talent. Her talent in All Stars was she made a dress in a minute. Let's not forget. Yeah. Thank you. Five minutes. <laughs> Thank you. Five. Okay. Next up, we've got Silk. You know, Silk is also from season eleven.
1: Mm-hmm. The legendary look was safe. Yeah, she was safe for that. Although, she actually made something really nice. One thing I'll say about Silky is in sewing challenges, she is quite good at sticking to a really flattering silhouette. And for that, I think for Silky, it's usually high-waisted pencil skirt with some sort of top. Mm -hmm. And that works really, really well. And she looks gorgeous in that. And I think her box was peppermint. And she looked nice, but she was safe. Okay. All stars, that's the blue ball? Um, I mean, she did two more sewing challenges in... In season 11. So she did. Um, she was in the bottom for the Monster Ball. She's in the bottom three. She wasn't fantastic in that, if you ask me. Okay. She, she went to Glamour. She doesn't really get horror, though, does she? That was the problem Well, she's a pageant girl. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So when
0: when you tell a pageant girl horror, you know, filth, horror, yeah. what they think is fierce, like, <laughs> oh, oh, you want Horror mama <laughs> you want you know you want Mugler horror you want like you
1: know like it wasn't Mugler
0: like a fashion horror no no we want we want monster
1: yeah, yeah 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 oh you want beast fierceness but we want drag race monster not dragular monster <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's just a, it's not a wheelhouse and in farm to runway she went for that pencil skirt and top silhouette again and she looked nice evie oddly really slagged her <laughs> off but um i thought she looked nice and she deserved to be safe that week okay and she only did the blue ball in all stars six and uh, to be honest i was not a big fan of what she made in that she went really really busy she was ambitious. She was ambitious, and it, I don't think it ended up flattering her.
0: Oh, she was the... Yes, she wore that thing where she was holding a present or um, yeah. a bow or something. And, and there was,
1: like, some quite unflattering trousers that are made out of quilted material. And Absolutely. It was it was incorrect. It was like a cape that completely threw off her silhouette and everything. But her face was beautiful. I remember, I remember she, beautiful. her face was
0: beautiful, but then I was, everything else was just like, okay. Mm, it's impossible for her not to be
1: beautiful,
0: but yeah I think it's unfair, but it is what it is because ICE's Couture,
1: yes is is fashion she now, is fashion, let's not like Raja she has made many of her brought looks in the past, or she did on season two. She won the first sewing challenge that i I will be completely honest. I wasn't a big fan of what she made there. She made like a thing with like like asymmetric raffle tickets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was a bit Vivian Westwood, I guess. But she won that. And I remember thinking she was going to be in the bottom. But there we go. That's just taste. Some people have it and some don't. Oh. Um, <laughs> having said that, the sinner's ball, she killed. Yes. Um, her sin was wrath, I think. And she had that amazing like Hellraiser Cenobite look with all the chains and the leather absolutely flawless i project
0: isis doing very well this I, week
1: i do too this is what she does do
0: you know who, who else i think is gonna do well even though we don't have, really have a history of them in a ball maybe we do is
1: victoria Scone? gone so vicky went home before any kind of fashion
0: but challenge. i remember the first episode when they had to show the looks and she came in she was like i she was, she, was, she was in the like cake, floral the floral... The daffodil, yeah. Yes, I just And thought, the Libory cake yes, stand. and the Libori Both of those looks were like, like amazing. When I saw that, I was like, oh damn, this mm-hmm. this queen is going to serve. So just based on that, mm-hmm.
1: she's, for me, she's going to slay. She's going to be amazing. I've got high hopes for Victoria. Yeah. I, think she's, I think she's got really nice taste yeah. and really good references. And so, yeah, I have high hopes for her. What about her sister, Vanity Milan? Vanity did two fashion challenges in, in terms of making things. And she was in the bottom, bottom both for both times. of the- <laughs> yeah. yeah, So the camp campers ball, or whatever it was called, she made like an orange thing with ropes that looked really unfinished, unfortunately. There was a nice idea, but it was like frayed. And I think she had an idea that didn't go where she wanted it to, or she didn't have time. The color was great on her. I would have thought she would have excelled at the fugly ball. <laughs> Oh girl,
0: no, oh. not like that! Oh my
1: god, cancel him, cancel <laughs> Come him! Come off it!
0: <laughs> no, because <laughs> the other, the other challenge, the other sewing board challenge was the fugly board the, that they that had. Was... So I thought that she would have won, but then obviously who was you know, there was
1: another person there who was um, fugglier.
0: He was he <laughs> was just fuglier,
1: and it <laughs> was um, it was, um Keith Scott Claus won that yeah. one. Yeah, although I actually thought um Christopher Saatchi should have won that one, but um. Yeah, so that was less sewing, more styling. Cause remember, they had to make an outfit out of like charity shop items. Charity shop too. Yeah, cha- she was there. She was there. She was there to help the girls using her expertise. The fashion stylist. I
0: love her. I didn't really know her at the time, but I've seen more and more of her, like yeah. because of TikTok and Instagram, and I'm She's just fat, like, oh, the more I watch her, the more I realize Crystal did a really good job mm-hmm. in the Snitch game. Oh,
1: she did. Yeah, I really think she was underrated now, actually. Um, but Vanity, again, the, the look that she pulled together—it wasn't my favorite um yeah so with vanity like we'll see how she does i hope i, I hope for a redemption for for vanity there okay yeah uh rita beggar rita is a really interesting one because there were three fashion construction challenges on canada season one and she won two of them but it was in the bottom for the ball so there is stuff to talk about there because in the ball I don't think that was judged very well at all. I did not, I thought Priyanka had the most basic look and she was in the top two. And they put Jimbo and Rita, who had the most elaborate looks easily, in the bottom. Completely unfair if you ask me. I mean,
0: we have to remember that the shenanigans with the judging in season one.
1: Shenanigans. It was, you know what, it was homophobic, it was transphobic, it was biphobic. It was every part of the LGBTQIA spectrum phobic. It was, yeah. I'm still scarred by it. Mm. I'm still scarred by it. So to build on that and to add to your trauma or to, you know, give you more flashbacks, the so she won the first Fashion Construction Challenge for something that I think a lot of people agree was fine, but not a winning look. She had like a cloak with a lame mini dress underneath and the length of the cloak was a bit odd and that kind of thing. When... Anastasia was standing right there and she was how, safe and she was bloody safe I remember at the time not liking Stasi's hair but the actual outfit itself. yeah it. beautiful how she in made the world out. how in the world was she safe it was like a um like Montclair kind of quilted sleeping bag dress it was amazing Jimbo looked great Chiara who I think was very underrated looked great And then Rita's other win was in the, um, do you remember the recycled materials? Yeah. Where they were in three fashion houses. Mm -hmm. So Team Plastic won, but she was named the only winner of that team. I do wonder whether she was given a bit of support and guidance because she was with Scarlett Bobo and Chiara. I just thought Chiara had like a really good eye when it came to fashion construction stuff. And if she gave her a bit of guidance, but I don't know. I can only speculate. I remember that episode because I thought that the paper girls should Mm -hmm. have won. We loved them. They were amazing. Jimbo and Ilona and Tainomi. Such great themes, looked great. And then they were just sitting there. They might as well put them in a shredder. It was just... Put their paper in the shredder. It was
0: just, yeah. The last one we got is Anita Wiggler. Now, Anita Wiggler, unfortunately, was sent home at the episode of The Ball in her season. In my opinion, she shouldn't have been there.
1: Now, I took a look at it. And it was a very competitive construction challenge. Yeah. So um, absolutely, Karen from Finance was supposed to be in the bottom. What she made was the worst. But there were some really, really strong looks there. Uh, Maxi looked amazing. Um, who else am I thinking of? Scar- Scarlett Adams actually looked really, really, really good. good. She won, I think. Electra looked great yeah. in like a Gautier tie dress. Um there were a lot of really good looks, and it was. A, but the thing is, Anita did look really quite nice in like an almost Moschino themed burn, you know, running from the burning ballroom type of, of dress.
0: What I want to say about that episode is that Karen from finance absolutely should have been in the bottom, and mm-hmm. then according to that lip sync, I don't think Anita should have gone home. Anita should not have gone home
1: that episode especially because like anita had that win under a belt although actually they gave karen the win in the first episode if you remember karen was she was pushed oh totally and she knows a major push she's also listening that queen
0: her. i mean but here we are Anita um, anita was sent home so just based on what they've done in past seasons i'm gonna say raja isis is gonna B. i want the to the say victoria to but there's no evidence of that so but victoria's got good taste yeah um so i hope that we see something you know something evolve or something come from there but my my bets are on raja and Absolute isis people who are going to be in trouble for me will be silky
1: vanity and anita i'm gonna say silky i don't actually expect us to be in trouble i expect us to be safe probably she could pull out the bike silky actually when she applies herself knows her body and how to dress it when she makes things she really does sometimes she just goes a bit too sorry getting okay yeah we hear you sis. But she goes a bit too left field so if she reigns in her ambition she can make something really nice okay all right we're gonna jump straight to the fashion and judge that without
0: any production shenanigans yeah let's go see with what it. we feel from there Okay, here we go. We're looking at the boar, the wither the boar. The first category is air body lace. And we're starting off with Vanity
1: Milan. So we're diving right in. Oh, wow. Vanity looks a million dollars in this blue bodysuit with the booties and sleeves and this amazing feather and tool backpack. So the overall effect is very Victoria's Secret. But I'm also getting like a real Rio Carnival feel as well. Yeah. And it turns out the girls have got a fan at the end of the runway, which is a lot of fun. And she does a great job of working. She looks really really, really gorgeous. And I think she looks highly polished. I, I will say one thing. I'm taking a little bit more in a carnival direction than a lingerie direction, but that's a, that's a nitpick. That is a nitpick.
0: Yeah. Me. I mean, she looks stunning. You need to calm down. Uh, do. you, need, you need to simmer it. Yes. I, um, I love the way that she found the fan. I think that. Yeah. She was the like fan oh, found her oh I you think. oh you want a fan okay and the, uh, she she just knew how to work first of all she was creating her own wind I with think her she walk really, really was. she created yeah. her own wind with a walk and then she got to the end of the runway she was like okay cool now yeah. i'm just going to pose and serve <laughs> she looks amazing i love that really look really
1: gorgeous next up we've got Isis Couture. I think Isis looks like an absolute million dollars here to me she's giving me some dark greek goddess ready to seduce she looks like Persephone trying to seduce Hades Like the hair with the flowers and the little flower embellishments and the structure of the corset and the chiffon, it it all comes together beautifully. To me, this completely screams lingerie, but with so much darkness and sophistication, I just love it.
0: It's sexy. It's it's beautiful. I want to see if there's one week where Isis walks down the runway without talking. Okay, that's my. I don't want to see. I just want to see one week where she walks down and just serves, <laughs> and let's not react. I just want to not. The, I
1: but I you ain't know got nothing against them. They, they film each runway twice. They do one silent and one with the judges' comments. So they could choose to keep her silent if they wanted, but they don't. Um, I, I'm pretty sure no one else is talking. <laughs> Pretty no one else because
0: you know no one else is one already. So no one else is showboating. <laughs> okay. Showboating. Oh, some
1: people just sail through. <laughs>
0: it really comes oh, so I'm <laughs> that.
1: Okay, and next so up we've got Victoria Scone. This is really cool and exciting because um, she's giving Drag King. Um, now she's very much evoking, you know, Fabio, the guy who was on all like the Mills and Boons romance. Oh, absolutely. Um, in this like lacy shirt and stripping down to his boxers and just the prosthetics and everything. And the the, the makeup are just fantastic. She looks so, so good. To my mind, this is the first time we've truly seen a drag king on the runway. I can't remember if any of the other um, female queens, the trans trans woman queens have done like a drag king on the runway because that would obviously also be drag king. I mean, Milk did Rupaul, boy Rupaul. That's different though, because Milk is a is not a woman. Oh, you mean Trent? Th- yeah, yeah. But I, I know um, Kylie did um, in the what do call it? The Super Bowl. She did uh, what's his chops from Aerosmith, which was a drag king performance. Well, there, yeah, there. but no, never before seen on the runway, to my mind. I'm pretty sure. Correct, as if we're wrong, guys. I'm pretty
0: sure there's one of the um, the non American seasons. There was another maybe um the winner of Espana didn't she do like some kind of
1: of Espana yeah talking... Envy, Envy's mom didn't she wasn't there an episode where she no, of, of Holland Vanessa did Vanessa do a drag king presentation I don't know you... I can't maybe. remember maybe, maybe I can't remember yeah. anyway this is noteworthy and fantastic I love it so camp and so well done the makeup's nice it reminds me of Landon Cider yep yeah 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 Yeah. Really, Just, really fantastic. And that's a great comparison as well. So out comes Raja. Raja looks really pretty to me. She's given me kind of like 80s seductress. She could be like the fourth member of Apollonia 6 or Vanity 6. Um, I think the lingerie set itself is pretty. Um, not as high concept as some of the things we've already seen. But she elevates it with the big feathery Ville duster. What do you think? I agree with everything that you said so far
0: with the other Queens, it's mm-hmm. been more like glam and more like concept. Yeah. I would say. And this yeah. one, I feel like she's modeling something from
1: exact like something ready to wear. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But she Rita still Baker. looks really pretty and I love the 80s feel. So Rita's giving more of a kind of 50s bombshell kind of vibe. You know, she could be living up to a namesake and she could be kind of Rita Hayworth here or, um, you know, Jane Russell kind of in this lingerie set. Um, I think she looks pretty. Um, everything fits really nicely. It looks expensive. Um, and yeah, she works the the fan.
0: Yeah, it's nice. It's mm-hmm. cute.
1: I love silky nutmegs. I think silky looks really fantastic. So, I think her shape looks gorgeous. I love, I love what she's wearing. This yellow against her skin is absolutely beautiful. Absolutely. The 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 cape and the ruffles. Actually, I wonder if part of the inspiration was Beyonce's Lemonade look. Okay. Like a lingerie version of that dress. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, but she looks really, really beautiful. I love. I love it. Um, and then we've got um, Anita. So Anita's got like an aquatic-themed kind of burlesque lingerie set. Um, she gives it lots of performance. Um, I like how she takes off the cup to reveal the pasties and the tassels. That's a really fun touch. Um, and her hair's dip dyed. It's dip dyed. done by a devil. It's been dip dyed. Do you like it? I like it. I like. It. She looks pretty. Again. Slightly less concept than some of the others, but I think she elevated with the fun kind of burlesque reveal. Okay, yeah. Cool. The next category is Arctic Foxy Lady. So I think we're thinking about kind of rich lady going to a party in the winter kind of thing, aren't we? Okay, that sort of thing. Um, Vanity looks out like stepping like uh, looking like a million dollars again. Um, I really like this. This is giving me very much kind of little Kim in the 90s. I can see that. I could see Cardi B wearing this Mm -hmm. in the modern day. I'm not sure what her exact reference is, but those are the women I can see wearing this. Lovely um, kind of... Now, I'm pretty sure, let's just say, disclaimer, we reckon probably all this is faux fur before anybody gets overexcited. But the kind of fox fur is really, really pretty. She looks expensive. But the, the bodysuit itself looks really, really... It's stoned, really pretty, really expensive. The whole look is really, really good. I'm in love with ISIS Couture, no. but sometimes
0: her looks are just too fashion for me. Well, this and is, I think this is an example or something that's
1: just going over my head. Well, this is a direct. This is a replica rep- of a Mugler look. This is a replica of a Mugler. Um, where are we? Mugler um, ready right to wear for two thousand and twelve. Um, so it's it's very, very similar. The furry arms, the um, sheer skirt, the headpiece. So um, I'm looking forward to posting this later. I think she looks fantastic and it's a really nice replica. One thing she made different, she made the shoulders more pronounced, which is interesting because it creates um, a nice kind of uh, look with the headpiece, you know but um she looks great this is very very oak tour. very well actually she's from a Ray to wear collection it's, so like it's, not, g- it's like a gay snowman <laughs> yes do you know very space aged. victoria's gone so i'm loving this from victoria as well so she's giving me kind of futuristic valkyrie you know um the way she screams and shatters the glass is really fun and performative i love the icicle hair now, the gown itself, obviously, it's like a puffer jacket gown, which reminds me of those gowns from the uh, the Montclair Genius Collection. They collaborated with lots of other Oak couture designers, like Pierre Paolo Piccoli, um, to create a range of these puffer jacket gowns. And that's that's what it reminds me of. And I, I think she looks fantastic. I think it's a really good high-concept look.
0: It's, I mean, even the wig. Even the wig that she has on. Mm. Or maybe her real hair. I don't know. It might be a real. Um, but I just love it. I love the production, I love the performance of it. She she is a real performer when it comes to Very the runway. Much so. Last year we saw yeah. her doing some ballet, doing some lovely movements mm-hmm. in her and that garment when she walked the runway. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing this kind of ice switch come up yep. in her
1: zone, you know, like Argh. yeah so. She's really she really is a performer. Her, even the Drag King performance a minute ago, she completely changed her body language and it. it's really, she's really giving good it. she's giving it now raja raja looks really pretty um raja is in this kind of like furry lingerie set um so you could argue that she's done two lingerie pieces in a row but um it's a nice corset i like the fur trim um, i think it looks really nicely made it, if it would remind me of anything it's an early well not early mugler but early 90s 1991 mugler collection that was very kind of fun and frothy futuristic winter wear the same collection that featured you know the multicolored fox fur that um Aquaria did mm-hmm. that same collection that same sort of feel
0: yeah yeah. i love raja i love what she makes and i love that um what she brings as original pieces from her yeah but she i've just seen two similar looks i would agree with that two very similar looks yeah i would um, agree um and it would, it would be nice to see Two similar Two looks. Two
1: different looks. Which were preceded by like three high concept looks. Yeah, there it is. So um,
0: I, I love the look. The look's not bad, but it's just... She always looks
1: beautiful. I just um, saw that. So
0: yeah. Rita Baggers coming up as a... And I, Tom,
1: what is, a a rich lady about to go skiing. So this is more of a character piece than fashion, if you ask me, which actually reminds me of her ball performance in season one of Canada. Do you remember she did the kind of hungover lady on her way home in a tracksuit? Mm-hmm. But this is kind of like... The Valerie Cherish girl? Yeah, a bit Valerie Cherish. This is a bit kind of like older lady, Dr. Zhivago, I I don't see this as much of a fashion piece, unfortunately. I do enjoy the character presentation that elevates it, but it's a nice coat with a nice hat and her makeup is pretty. Yeah. There we go. Um, Moving on.
0: Moving on. That's all. That's all. Silky. Now, Now, Silky looks
1: gorgeous. She looks a million dollars. I will say this is hauntingly familiar because I think both she and Isis in episode one used the same reference point. And I bet Silky was ready to murder Isis when she dragged out that piece for the first episode. So I think the reference point here is a Snow Queen Barbie. um, And it's a, a... I'm, I'm, oh, yes, you've you posted about yeah, this Yeah, yeah, so I'm 100% certain that it's the same reference point. Having said that, that aside, Silky looks gorgeous. She looks polished. She's sparkling. She looks regal. This is a really, really nice look, and her shape is beautiful as well. And they've got Anita Wiglet. Anita looks really pretty here as well. Um, this I love this look. Really nice and elevated. Very Marilyn Monroe doing Mr. President. Very Madonna at the Oscars with Michael Jackson. You know, that whole kind of um, Mackie, uh, because Mackie did both of those actually. Um, and the, I love the camp of how big this this Fox First Stole is. It's just it's bigger than she is. <laughs> Um, and she looks really, really pretty and elegant. Great job, great job I Anita. love this look. Mm. This is, I think, this is the best she's
0: looked. The really, best, really look polished and beautiful. She's brought with her, so I'm glad we got to see that. Okay, now we're getting into the the um, outfits that they made. Now this is this
1: category is called "Caught in the Rain Couture." And I, yeah, let's see how they use that concept. But to me, um, this is the most important category. Yeah,
0: because it's what they've made. Yeah. while they're here. Um, play everyone's on
1: the same on the same playing field it reflects their skills their vision their taste level all these different and things. how they perform under pressure mm. caught in the Raker Tour. setting off with vanity milan now vanity looks pretty um it's she's made a body suit that fits quite nicely with some ruffled embellishment i like the color even though the color is very similar to her first outfit. Um, But I really like this colour. Just be glad it's not orange. It's not orange, girl. Now, the hat is obviously a bit of a rainy day thundercloud hat. Very reminiscent of a look that's been done twice um, by Viv and uh, Maddie Morphosis. The Alexandra cooking over. April, carry on. That was different, though, because... Both Viv and Maddie did the Alexandra Kukanova rain doll. that, that is, You see it a lot on the internet and they call it the goddess of depression. Okay, well, fuck my joke. But I no, uh, do you know what you mean? April Carrion's amazing um, April Don't patronize work. me, Tom. Just keep going. Just the fact that it's a hat, not an umbrella <laughs> lends itself to the looks that I was speaking about. I feel like the hit was like, oh, damn it. The,
0: the category is caught in the rain. Okay, I'll just add these little things on the end of the hit.
1: <laughs> it is a little bit of a kind of, it's a nice bodysuit that... I guess the color scheme reflects, it, but the hat is really the central focus. I guess is what makes it part of the theme.
0: Work, work. If it's the. It fits the theme.
1: Now, this is what Caught in the Rain ISIS, is, Isis Couture. ISIS, how dare you. How dare you slap me in the face with this fashion. You know what? Similarly, similarly eerily familiar. Um, I'm thinking Aquarius mermaid look. Okay, with the oil slick one. Mm. The, well, I guess it's similar themes because they're talking about pollution in the ocean. But this is so beautiful. So such a strong message. It's so fashion because she... She looks like she's been caught in the rain. Everything is sweeping downwards, but in the most beautiful, fashionable way. Like we're seeing all these different elements, the plastic, the ruffles, the bits of twine, um, the way that her hair is slicked down. She's even got the rope around her neck, I guess, to kind of like convey this idea of choking, uh, the way that we're choking yeah. the ocean with our plastic. It's genius. It lo- she looks like one of the mer people in Harry Potter. Yes, very that. has been caught and mm. is now just walking the runway. And dressed by Iris van Herpen. Yeah. 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 So all things sure. coming together, this is... This is up there with made looks on Drag Race. This is very, very good. Now, I really like Victoria's look as well. However, I've got a couple of things to say. Now, the, the, the velour bodysuit is gorgeous. Love her shape. So it's beautiful. I love the concept of this rose that's blooming in the rain. That's a really, really nice twist on the theme. She's got her thorns. Now, I do think she should have hung on to the rose petal because it gives that's what gives us rose. And the leaves are really, really cool, but the placement of the one on her back is not standing up as it should. And so by the time she gets to the end of the runway, it's kind of like, oh, one leaf and no petal. However, when she hit the runway at the beginning, I was, I was in love with what I saw. Um, and she performs it beautifully. She's got this balletic style about her. Um, overall, I really like it. I was just, again, being a bit nitpicky. Yeah. Um, it's a bodysuit. It is. But it's a really nice one, and there's that a that she made. That she made. That is on her body. Um, and she reminds me a bit of the Pokemon Roselia. Yes, yeah.
0: It's fitted beautifully. I love the rose in the head.
1: Yeah, I like the thorns. There. that's my deep analysis. Good, thank you, Paola. thank you, thank you, fashion <laughs> correspondent Paolo. Now, Raja looks fantastic. This is very, very chic and so wearable. And she made this. So the upper part of the bodice is like this PVC long sleeve, structured shouldered, high neck, turtleneck bit with the kind of like colorful skirt that she's made out of numerous coats. And she's turned something that probably started off looking quite tacky and something really elegant and chic. And she's matched it with her slick down purple hair. To me, uh, this this gave me a little bit of Richard Quinn with the kind of blending of the bright colors with the PVC um, upper part. Uh I think this is really, really good. This I love it. Look. Look she made that top part. Huh? Now my favourite Raja thing. look this whole episode is this one, easily. And it just shows what she can do. She's good. Yeah.
0: She 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 can sew. Next up we got Rita Bagger. Rita Bagger walking down
1: loofing around. <laughs> loofing around. She looks pretty. She looks nice. You know, she's, I guess, like, she's the sun emerging through the clouds, isn't she? That's the vibe I'm getting in this kind of, like, golden bodice, like, ruffled tulle kind of loofery um bits. Um, she looks fine. She looks pretty. Yeah. Do you like it or do you loof it? <laughs> I like it. I you don't like it? it. You don't loof it? <laughs> I don't loaf it, as Faramone would say. It's, um, I mean, it's... Mm. I'm going to say for a construction challenge, nobody has come out looking like trash this episode. The ones that are my least favorite, they still look pretty. They still look put together.
0: It was, I, you know, I, I'm not blown away by Rita's look. It looks like she had a that's... a nice mid part mm-hmm. uh, outfit and then she just pasted on a lot of l- loofahs onto her. Mm-hmm. But that's what I've, that's my, what I'm saying. I share
1: your thoughts. I'm not blown away, but she looks perfectly pretty.
0: Now, silk nutmeg... So i look, like this look she like is about you know what she's about to go not tap she's about to go stomp the yard <laughs> yeah she's about to go boom like beta that stomp she looks like a hip-hop stomptress
1: girl ready to go i i, I really like this look no this is really really good i think she's giving me missy Elliott in like a rain mark um, the only thing i don't like is that t-shirt underneath everything I see where you're coming from. It's the least elevated part of it, but I think it's fine because the detail is in the rest of it. And I think we're not supposed to be distracted by the t-shirt. Might have worked better in yellow, I don't know. Um, but she made this. This is a hard material to work in. It's like a kind of PVC, plasticky material. She's made a coat, a skirt, and chaps. That's good. She looks really good. This is, I really did done like a really this good look. job here. I really love what silky Silky's smashed done. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great job, and so then key. we're finishing
0: off with Anita and
1: Tom. It's asymmetric, so it's, it's high it's fashion. Couture, yeah. So um, actually, Anita's done a lot better than I expected. Um, I like this. Obviously, whenever I see a one-legged cat suit, I think David Bowie, Kansai Yamamoto, very seventies glam rock. Um, But she looks good. It looks like it fits nicely. Um, Even in that kind of very shiny fabric, it, it looks nice. It fits. There's the train. There's the shoulder detail. A trend alert, by the way, wet look hair. Um, but I, I'm impressed with what Anita's done. Um, I, this is probably my favorite. Any? No, actually, the middle one was. Really the middle really, one, absolutely. Okay. Really, really good. Tom, these are
0: all the looks that we've seen. Everyone, we've just seen the ball. Congratulations to all these queens. Lovely looks. I'm looking at all of these queens and their final outfits on the runway, yes. and I'm going to tell you my
1: my top three faves. You, you tell me top three from the heart. I'll tell you top three from the head. Top three, based alone on the final looks.
0: Is Isis, Couture, Raja and Silky. Mm-hmm.
1: Based purely on the look that they made. Okay, if you want to incorporate the broad, broad now, looks. Now, if
0: I want to incorporate the brought looks, I'm going to keep Isis up there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw Vanity up there. Mm. I loved... victoria scones brought looks Mm -hmm. especially her um her her bringing in the drag king that was like a whoa
1: yeah that's a fantastic moment
0: and also silky
1: yeah yeah well okay by my point system the top three are isis silky and victoria isis silky victoria yeah okay raja just missed out i'm not going to break down the points i don't i'm not going to justify myself but um raja just missed out but the strength of her last look actually elevated her a lot Mm -hmm. yeah um if i had to choose a bottom it would do you know what
0: my my bottoms is going to be rita beggar i would put rita down there and i don't want to say anita because i really liked her second look I th- I can't say vanity because both of her looks that she brought were amazing. These I mean this is hard because these girls so came that, to play. This is why you need a point system. Um so I'm only
1: putting reader in the bottom by my point system. You are going to put an either there because you hate Kiwis. <laughs> I adore Kiwis. Just that Kiwis. you hate Kiwis. I adore Kiwis. You hate me. You Um, hate me. If if Anita's on your list, you hate me. I'm ambivalent towards you. I really like Anita. (laughs) Rita and Anita are my bottom two, Um, just based on my point system. But Rita quite decisively, actually. Yeah. Um, I do want to say that for a construction challenge, is actually of a very high quality. Nobody looks like trash on this stage. There's just a couple of looks that's slightly less elevated. If I'm gonna rank my least favourite of the made looks, it is Vanity and Rita, just because they're less elevated than the others. But they'd still look really pretty. So Vanity is actually third f- from the bottom for me. If they do a So your bottom three is Rita, Anita and Vanity? Yes. Vanity would be a bit lower if her first two looks weren't so stunning. We've made up
0: our minds. That's Mm -hmm. it. Shall we Mm -hmm. see what
1: they say? Yeah. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about judging. Let's conversate. Let's conversate. So there's some surprises, especially when ISIS... I mean, ISIS and Raja were sent to the back. I did place Raja right in the middle with my objective, infallible scoring system. But ISIS was right at the top, so it was really, really surprising. I I think that's dodgy judging. ISIS was safe. I think it's very kind of like, oh, we don't want ISIS to run away with this competition. That's why I think that was. About. I
0: think it was. It was pointed. I think it was very pointed. The comfort yes. was not comfortable. No.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't understand how ISIS was. If I was ISIS, I would be mad. I think she was, but she concealed it well and untouched. She expressed that she was surprised, but I think you know, I think she was a bit upset, and I I would agree with her there. So there was five girls being critiqued, and it was kind of like two two top girls and yeah, well, um, three. Well, a safe girl and two bottoms the two um, top girls
0: were um anita Wiglet, of course i mean who else would be in the top <laughs> oh no my kiwi's just okay um the tops were silky nutmeg
1: and victoria scone m- my second and third in my infallible scoring system yeah um so much as so, although i will say apart from silky everybody got quite mixed critiques mm-hmm. which isn't that unusual for a ball because you're presenting three different looks but Congratulations, Vicky and Silky. And the two whose life is on the line is Anita Wiggler and Rita Bagger, which we kind of place them there. Yeah, I put Vanity kind of... if Bottom, they're going three. To be a bottom two. Yeah, she was bottom three, but not bottom two. Yeah. and Because I think her first two looks were so, so strong. But her third one was down there with Rita's in terms of like looking not as elevated on the
0: Now, stage. when it comes to this lip sync, first of all, the this, this song was amazing. Deborah not, Cox, How Did You Get... How Did You... Not Our you? First Time, BB no. and Dayla. Yes. All Stars 3. And, um, I don't know who to choose who I would, if this was a a live show i don't know who i'd give my money to i thought that this was more like a warm-up act and i'm still waiting for the show to start
1: and that's not there's no read that's no read no shade let's, no shade at all let's look but, at the best um, that we did like i mean i like the emotion that silky gave it yeah i like the attempt at coco on tree sleeves when those sleeves came out, I was like, okay, cool. You know what? When someone's already done something, you have to beat it. You have to beat it. Coco Montrese invented sleeves. There, yeah. I said it. She invented sleeves circa, what would it have been, 2009, I think. There were no sleeves before
0: that. When the sleeves came out, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah she's got something. No, if, if uh, nothing happened. Nothing mm-hmm. happened um, with that. and then, But I do want to say that it's so nice to see a nice split. Victoria did several victoria two victoria did two lovely splits none of that back leg knee the back mm-hmm. knee bent one it was a nice it was it was pl- you know it was pleasant to look at
1: mm. um so yeah i i liked seeing that all the more impressive given that she's overcome her acl tear
0: you know what exactly i was yeah. like oh girl oh girl okay okay she's good she's good yeah. she's good
1: she's good yes let's hope she continues to be good but that that was that was fantastic victoria I liked her look. She's very like Toya Wilcox in the 80s. Um, so yeah, who do I think is going to win this lip sync? I think they'll probably give it to Silky. But I, I, I'm with you. Like, I really can't, I can't decide. I, I mean,
0: I would personally, no one won this lip sync. So I'm going to go straight back to who do I think had the best outfit.
1: And I would give it to Silky. I mean, Silky had the better score overall for me.
0: Silky had the better made look Her and made I placed more emphasis really, on the really made good, look really um, Victoria had two amazing looks that she brought but they applied themselves in the moment with that last look that I, they I had still... to create given the same time as everyone else the same material they all had to fight for it we all know Silky went in on that you know she, she, she basically did a Tyra she <laughs> went in there she was like <laughs> she I'm grabbing did. that I don't even she need did. it but I'm grabbing it <laughs> and
1: I'm like you know what? do what you gotta do so I'm gonna give it to but no one won the lip sync for me um, I, I really. like liked Victoria's third look particularly the performance and the concept aspect there was just a couple of bits in the execution that she knows about like the leaves wilting a little bit but um, I would like to say there wasn't really much to discuss we did go back and look at the workroom not a lot that I want to bring to conversation I don't think um, this is such a good one thing Silky told Anita less is more which is quite good advice usually but Brooklyn said a drag queen mm, I, I wanted more Lisa's Moore's good advice to a drag, Queen Tom. (laughs) Really? Um so obviously the girls have had their chats backstage as well. I mean there's a big debate here. Both girls are thinking kind of like I can either get rid of somebody who's got a win and is a strong competitor, Rita, or I can get rid of the girl. Rita doesn't ever win. She did, she won. Well, she was top two in the first episode. But she doesn't ever win. I kind of think of top two as a pseudo-win. Okay. She was top two in the first episode and um anita has been in she's been in the book three i, I love read, anita and They're I adore right, her. if they are going off track record
0: um anita is going home tonight but if they if they want to get rid of competition this is probably the only time reader like, would. this is the only time read is going to slip i'm going to be honest mm. okay because i don't think that she's a fashion queen in her season, she was not, even though she won the two one, bottom
1: two placements with the ball and the makeover. There.
0: She's not. When it comes to that, she is a, she is a you know, a, a tr- for me, she's an old school drag queen where mm-hmm. entertainment and performance and hosting is her thing. Mm-hmm. So, this, this is the only time I feel that they're going
1: to have a chance to get rid of a really good competitor. I'm hoping, I adore Anita, but, you know, my preference is that they play fair. Sure, sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Sure, oh, I just hate kiwis, don't I? Let's see. Congratulations, Silky! Congratulations, Silky! But we bid a very sad farewell to Anita Wigler. Writing was on the wall. It was unfortunate. It was such a lovable queen who we were really excited to see on on this season. It's been wonderful to see her again. Wish we got to see a bit more of her, but th- this was her time to go. Unfortunately, I
0: think it's. So sad that the queen to end up leaving the following week seems to be something that they would have excelled in, something that mm. would have changed their journey. For yeah. example, Stephanie had she stayed this season, this episode, it would have changed her, um, trajectory. you know, her trajectory yeah. a lot because she she does have. Let's be honest. She's got one of the. She does bring some of the best looks, she even really in her did, season. She can
1: make amazing looks. There as you
0: well. go. So th- I think that this would have changed. It would have put her back up the top, maybe a win, and then it would have been like, okay, she's no longer mm. at the bottom. Mm. Now we just find out we see we see it Anita, but then we find out next week's a comedy challenge. That yeah. girl, is, that girl is a comedy queen. She
1: is. She's so just that, a funny girl. that again, she's
0: that would have taken her out of being in the bottom a lot, back mm. in the top, and you know it would have shuffled things up. So I think it's. It's sad.
1: It's sad is it's, what it it's is. is. It's it sad is what it is. Yeah, but um, that's the game. I guess we've got to we've got to live with it. We've got to move on with our lives. And, and saying that we need to do ours too.
0: Yeah. Everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you join us next week for another episode of the Comedy Challenge. And you know that we're funny, so you can trust that <laughs> we'll be giving you the good stuff.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You'll be, you'll be, course, don't drive if you're listening to our podcast. Next oh, it's week dangerous. Because
1: you're oh, you dangerous. Yes. You know, you'll have a hard time concentrating <laughs> on the road.
0: <laughs> uh, make sure that you're following us on our, uh, on our Instagram, and our Twitter, our social medias. Find us a review if you haven't. And um, just, if you want just get in touch yeah but um stay safe everyone Please, um yes. get That's into the advice. mood
1: christmas is coming up this is bolo uh, dr tom we'll see you guys next Lots week Lots of love, guys see you soon